you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1, Zobria by Realm Labs. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and we got lots to talk about, a lot of backlog of information coming into my inbox, and we'll share some of those stories with you, some important stories this week. Uh, deaths prompt alert about vaping risks. Researchers say that a mysterious vaping illness may have affected 450 people across the U.S. Also uh, in the news this week, a teenage boy goes blind after subsisting on Pringles, white bread, and French fries. We'll examine why. 877-726-8255. And a big study suggests that it's not so much a matter of uh, low fat or low carb. Uh, it's just important to eat a healthy diet to reduce heart disease risk. We'll look at that study and all of the faulty reasoning therein in just a few moments. 877-726-8255. And a new feature of uh, our call-in number is that even if you call at a time when our show isn't broadcast live, it's uh, live from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturdays, 24-7. You can leave a message, and your recorded question will be grist for the mill for a future broadcast, 877-726-8255, today, during the show, or 24-7. And uh, we already have a call. Steve from Ohio, welcome. How you doing? Yeah, hello, doctor. I have a question about osteoporosis drugs. Does Prolia reduce bone loss differently than Fosamax? A, a friend has a T-score of negative 2.7, and she was on Fosamax for five years, and now her doctor is recommending Prolia. So would she show improvement on Prolia? Uh, so the, the fundamental question is, uh, does a person who has uh, an osteoporosis score, a T-score on a DEXA of minus 2.7 really need to be on drugs in the first place? And from my standpoint, uh, I don't reflexly put patients with mild osteoporosis on powerful medications. Uh, she was on, uh, what was the first medication she was on? Fosamax? <coughs> Fosamax. For five yeah, so, years. 
So the problem with Fosamax is that uh, while it will produce gains in bone density and reduce the fracture risk, the longer you use it, uh, the more diminishing returns. And in fact, uh, you can create bone fragility by using it uh, for, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten years. Uh, and that's uh, unfortunately been the case for a lot of women who've just been relegated to this this type of medication, uh, the so-called um, bisphosphonates, uh, for many many years. So the new think is okay, put them on those medications for a while, uh, then stop. And then go on a different type of medication that whose biological action is slightly different. So it's not like more the same. Uh, it's approaching osteoporosis in a slightly different way with Prolia. Now Prolia is a powerful medication and, uh, I reserve its use for women with a very, very severe osteoporosis that doesn't respond to, uh, some of the nutritional interventions that I find helpful 90% of the time. Uh, and, uh, so to answer your question, uh, yeah, Prolia is going to work in a different way. But the question for me is, does she really need Prolia? If she has at the end of using Fosamax for five years, uh, mild bone loss, uh, maybe mild osteoporosis. So she should have seen some bone improvement. She should be in the osteopenic range. Uh, why jump the gun and go on a powerful and expensive medication uh, when you can use things like uh, vitamin D uh, and uh, vitamin K2 and uh, most importantly, strontium, uh, which really enhances bone density, uh, does so safely, in my opinion, and works really well. So, uh, you know, this kind of person who, you know, may need a second opinion from a nutritionally oriented physician like myself uh, to see if there are alternative strategies to going on the prolia. That, w- that would be my approach. Well, uh, she, she did not show any improvement on the Fosamax. Well, that's really interesting. I mean, because Fosamax generally improves bone density. So maybe there's something else going on uh, that's impairing her ability to form bone. Maybe she wasn't getting uh, some of the cofactors for bone development, just using a, a medication uh, without some of the crucial nutrients that help bone to grow. Or maybe she has some underlying uh, health problem. Uh, maybe she's uh, gluten intolerant and she's malabsorbing. Maybe she's on an acid-blocking medication that prevents the absorption of critical nutrients. That would be something that we'd go into uh, with a uh, uh, an analysis. You know, like we ask the question, why did you end up osteoporosis? So, so there's some genetic uh, tests that can be performed to see if you're utilizing vitamin D properly. Some people have uh, problems with their vitamin D receptors that uh, cause them to require higher doses of vitamin D uh, to build bone. So, you know, it's a little beyond the scope of this uh, quick consult. Uh, to figure out why she didn't respond to this medication. She should have, so something else is probably going on. All right, uh, this item, uh, and it has to do with a series of mysterious deaths that are associated with vaping. And vaping has taken the nation by storm. Uh, its use is both illicit by folks who want to imbibe tobacco without actually, uh, uh, or nicotine without actually smoking. Uh, we see it a lot in high school students who have trouble getting their hands on cigarettes, but they do get their hands on vaping devices and cartridges filled with nicotine. Uh, in some cases, people are vaping marijuana. People are vaping THC and CBD. And uh, these uh, compounds uh, generally uh, are well-tolerated 
when taking taken orally, nicotine gum, for example, while it's addictive, uh, helps people get off cigarettes. And uh, CBD can be taken orally and produces generally good results. But the question is, do the lungs tolerate the vaping vehicles? It's probably not the nicotine. It's probably not the CBD. It's probably the stuff that they mix it into, the flavorizers, the vehicles. There have been five reported deaths from severe lung injury associated with the use of nicotine or cannabis vaporizers. And there's an investigation ongoing at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. They said in a news release, this is pretty draconian. While the investigation is going on, people should consider not using e-cigarette products. And that's, uh, wow, that's a big, big uh, step because they don't know what's causing it. Uh, there's a report out of uh, the New York State Health Department that associates this lung problem with the presence of vitamin E in some of these vaping products. Now, vitamin E, perfectly fine to take orally, but when you heat it to very high temperatures and aerosolize it and vape it and take it deep into the lungs, potentially it could be a vitamin E. It could be a um, an irritant. It's vitamin E acetate that was found in some samples of vaping products linked to several cases. It's a focus of the investigation, but by no means is it conclusive. So uh, there are, get this, 35.9 million marijuana vape pens and cartridges sold in the United States uh, as of last year. Uh, their spokesman for Juul Labs, they make about 70% of e-cigarettes, uh, said the startup has been closely monitoring the situation. Uh, they want to work together with the CDC, the FDA, and other public health authorities to get to the bottom of the issue. Uh, their products, their vaping products, don't include vitamin E or any compound derived from cannabis. Uh, but um, it's a concern because anytime uh, you smoke stuff, whether it's cigarettes or whether it's marijuana or whether it's via vaping, you're going to take these ultra-hot chemical vapors into your lungs, and uh, we may be just seeing the beginning of a trend, the tip of a very big iceberg of severe lung injury, uh, even causing death. 450 vaping cases in 33 states, um, and the number of reports has more than doubled since the agency updated its investigation last week. So uh, a moratorium on uh, vaping. Uh, you know, parents, this is worrisome because a very high percentage, uh, high double digits of high school students are now vaping. It's easy to conceal. They can do it surreptitiously, even in a classroom. I saw a kid the other day with sky high blood pressure who was literally vaping during the time I was checking his blood pressure. He is hooked on the vaping products that he's been using now for years. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255 is our number. Keep those calls coming this hour and next here on the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. 
That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. You've heard me talk about Future Farm Botanicals' custom organic herbal supplement blends crafted from the finest raw ingredients. Now through September 7th, you can take advantage of Future Farm's immune support and heart health supplement sale. Buy two bottles of elderberry with zinc and echinacea and get Black for Health Liposome Complex free, a $32.95 value. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is a natural solution created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Black for Health Liposome Complex is an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. You can get Black for Health Liposome Complex free when you purchase two bottles of Future Farms Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea through September 7th. To order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture, P-H-A-R-M myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number for calls, questions. And uh, eating a diet of French fries, Pringles, and white bread was enough to make a teenage boy lose his sight. We're going to talk about that uh, case in just a moment. But first, uh, this. Uh, there's a study out that suggests that... Um, Healthy foods in general are more important than the type of diet you follow, whether low-fat or low-carb, when it comes to reducing heart disease risk. Uh, That's how it's reported in Science Daily. Researchers compared three popular diets and found that all three reduce heart problems. And so let's do a deep dive on that study. Uh, The... uh, uh, researchers uh, suggest that you should stop agonizing over your macronutrient ratios. Don't worry whether it's low-fat or low-carb. Uh, there are many roads to cardiovascular salvation. Um, and uh, if you think you can avert America's leading cause of death by obsessively, obsessively juggling carbs, fats, and proteins, you're, you're simply deluding yourself. Um it's the so-called OmniHeart trial, and it kind of supports dietary nihilism. Nihilism means uh, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what you do, but you got to avoid junk is what they're saying. So here's what the study did. Uh, they put folks, uh, a relatively small number of participants, 150 participants were studied over a very short time, two years, and they were put on uh, one of three diets. Well, the first diet was the DASH diet. The DASH diet uh, is the uh, diet that is recommended for people with hypertension. It is a virtually no-fat, uh, very low-sodium diet that consists of uh, lots of 
bread uh, and low-fat dairy, fruits and vegetables are permitted galore, uh, breakfast cereals. Uh, in fact, in this study, uh, all three diets, the DASH diet, the so-called Mediterranean diet, and the, quote, low-carb diet, uh, contained lots of carbohydrates, breads both white and wheat, rolls contributed 44 to 55% of total grains, then there was pasta, rice, and hot breakfast cereals, and ready-to-eat cereals, and tropical fruits such as bananas, and temperate climate fruits such as dried apricots, pears, apples, and peaches. They were common in all three diets. So the DASH diet was actually 58% carbs, just 15% protein, 27% fat, but all from unsaturated sources because they don't want you to eat the skin on chicken, they don't want you to have uh, regular fat dairy, and they don't want you to have any red meat. Uh, then there was the so-called Mediterranean diet, but it's unlike any Mediterranean diet that uh, is used traditionally. Uh, it was 48% carbs, uh, a little more protein there, 25% protein, but still fairly low protein, 27% fat. That is not exactly a high-fat diet. Most Mediterranean diets have a lot of fat from olive oil, uh, from fish, from uh, lamb, uh, and nuts, and so is this really representative of the Mediterranean diet? Then there was a so-called low-carb diet. It's unlike any low-carb diet that I've ever seen because it's 48% carbs. Uh, they're a little more fat, 37% fat, but they only allowed fat from polyunsaturated sources. So uh, what are they doing here? They're really a stack in the deck uh, in favor of the proposition that it doesn't matter. They didn't really try out any kind of plausible low-carb diet that people are now using successfully, the keto diet or the paleo diet um, or diets uh, that have been used successfully to treat obesity, diabetes, uh, high triglycerides, uh, you know, and so on. Um, it, You know, what I think here is that uh, they're treating Americans like unruly children who can't be coaxed into adopting too strict a diet. And so they've come to the conclusion that diet doesn't really matter, just avoid junk. But they didn't really test the hypothesis that a true low-carb diet could help dramatically when it comes to cardiovascular risk. So read this study, follow its recommendations at your peril. I'll write more about it in our newsletter this week. Check it out at drhoffman.com. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255 is our number for intelligent medicine. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1, Zobria by Realm Labs. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, 
tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin. Probiotic skincare. Dr. O'Hara applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition, beautifully clarifies and rebalances even sensitive skin without drying. The Magaroku Lotion and the Hadayubi Moisturizer combine Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotic complex with 14 wild plant extracts plus one of the most skin-compatible emollients known to help restore your natural glow. As a health and beauty expert, I recommend the daily use of Dr. O'Hara's skincare products, available at Sprouts and other fine health stores. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number. And um, very celebrated case this week, uh, written up in a medical journal. Uh, scientists from the University of Bristol examined the case of a young patient whose extremely picky eating led to blindness and have warned of the dangers of a poor diet. Um, headline, teenage boy goes blind after existing on Pringles, white bread, and French fries. Uh, eating a diet of French fries, Pringles, and white bread was enough to make one teenage boy lose his sight, according to a case study published in a medical journal. Um, he first visited a doctor at age 14, complaining of tiredness, according to a case report published in the Annals of Maternal Medicine. So... Uh, you nutrition aficionados out there, um, as I read this article, uh, try to think of what might have caused this kid's symptoms. What was he missing by subsisting on Pringles, potato chips, white bread, and French fries? Well, doctors discovered low B vitamin B12 levels and anemia. Okay, well, that's what happens when you're on a exclusively vegetarian diet. Well, this diet qualifies as vegetarian. It's junk food vegetarian, but there's no animal protein, so you're not getting any sources of B12. So they treated the patient with vitamin B12 injections, and they offered dietary advice, but that wasn't enough. One year later, there were signs of hearing loss and persistent vision symptoms. The doctors couldn't find the cause. His vision had worsened to the point of blindness by 17 years of age. The doctors reconfirmed vitamin B12 deficiency, low copper and selenium levels, a high zinc level, reduced vitamin D level, and reduced bone density. But by this stage, vision damage was permanent. Uh, they go on to describe the case. Uh, nutritional optic neuropathy, they call this. It's reversible if treated early, but it can lead to blindness if no action is taken. Okay, so, you know, other things that can cause, well, 
this kid got virtually no nutrients. He got carbohydrates and he got some um, trans fats and no essential fatty acids, virtually none, no EPA, no DHA. And he also probably didn't get very much vitamin A, which has been associated with blindness in many parts of the world. And vitamin A supplementation is part of public health prevention programs in third world countries. So uh, it's just a stark example of what can happen on an abysmal diet. There's some real severe nutritional consequences. All right, uh, something that can help uh, reverse problems associated with a deficient diet. It's olive oil, and it's the mainstay of the Mediterranean diet. Do you know that olive oil is at its peak of flavor and nutrition right after it's fresh pressed at harvest time? Well, that's why my favorite olive oil is delivered to me direct from the latest harvest, thanks to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, we created a special opportunity for you. You can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, normally $39, for just a dollar, with no obligation to buy anything else. I've been enjoying these harvest fresh olive oils for years. I anxiously await my shipment from the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. And they're far and away the brightest, most lively and flavorful olive oils I've ever tasted. And there are health benefits, not just culinary and gustatory benefits. Uh, the strong flavors of fresh aromatic olive oil uh indicates the presence of high levels of antioxidants and polyphenols, which are off the charts because these oils are fresh from the harvest. They make store-bought olive oils taste dull and flat by comparison. You can taste for yourself. Check out this generous trial offer and get your $39 bottle for just a buck with no obligation to buy anything else. Visit MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. In my case, it truly is. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. Com. Okay, I was telling you about uh, our call-in number, 877-726-8255, wherein you can record a question. You can call anytime you like, 24-7, not just during this program. So let's hear a recorded call. Um, Al, it's number two on the board. Okay, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> sorry. let's let's go to uh, another story. Uh, which has to do, we were talking uh, about the benefits of nitric oxide. And it turns out that mouthwash can inhibit the benefits of exercise. Exercise helps to build levels of nitric oxide in the body. But um, according to a new study, uh, the uh, production of nitric oxide increases during exercise, causing vasodilation. That increases blood flow circulation to active muscles. And it's all about nitric oxide. Well, how do you get nitric oxide? Well, dietary nitrates uh, are the source of the nitric oxide that our body uses to dilate its blood vessels and to promote circulation. By the way, also... This is the chemistry behind the Viagra principle. And um, 
these dilated blood vessels, whether to your muscles or whether to another part of your body that uh, is pretty important for sexual activity, uh, they depend on dietary nitrates. But if you use mouthwash, this is interesting, species of bacteria in the mouth can use dietary nitrates and convert it into building blocks for nitric oxide. But when you use mouthwash, uh, it messes things up. Uh, this study was done on exercisers, and uh, the exercisers were told to, at 30, 60, and 90 minutes after exercise, they were asked to rinse their mouths with a liquid, either antibacterial mouthwash or placebo. And their blood pressure was measured, the study found that when participants rinsed with a placebo, there was a reduction in blood pressure that was appropriate after exercise. That's why exercise is good for you. It helps to get your blood pressure down. During exercise, it goes up, and then it goes down after exercise. But when participants rinsed with the antibacterial mouthwash, the average systolic blood pressure was uh, about the same. It diminished the blood pressure-reducing effects of exercise. So, Quite fascinating. So if if you're going to exercise and you want the blood pressure benefits, uh, don't use an antibacterial mouthwash. And why use an antibacterial mouthwash anyway uh, when you can use something made with, say, xylitol, which is safe, doesn't affect uh, nitric oxide production. Uh, those uh, chemical-laden antibacterial mouthwashes destroy your microbiome, upset the balance of bacteria in your gastrointestinal tract. But when, any, when it upsets the balance in your mouth, it affects your nitric oxide production. Al, do we have that call uh, queued up yet? Okay, let's take a call. Thank you very much, Dr. Hoffman. We are told that cured meats are dangerous because the nitrites used in curing the meats combines with the proteins in the meat and forms carcinogenic nitrosamines. What I've been wondering about if eating high nitrate vegetables such as beets or arugula along with meat results in the same problem as the nitrates are converted in the mouth to nitrite and does that nitrite then go on to combine with the proteins in the meat to form again carcinogenic nitrosamines thank you okay well this is a question that's right up our alley because we just talked about uh, the mouthwash destroying uh, the conversion of nitrates into nitric oxide. And so, uh, you know, on that subject, uh, dietary nitrates come to us from uh, fresh vegetables in particular, from cruciferous vegetables, from beets. Uh, you know, we talk here about uh, beet-derived products that are helpful uh, for vasodilation, for blood pressure, uh, for athletic performance. And, but you also deliberately sometimes add nitrates and nitrates to bacon, processed foods. So it is thought that uh, bacon and processed foods and processed meats might be carcinogenic because they contain these nitrates. Well, it's not really just the presence of these nitrates because the very self-same chemical that's found in beets. Uh, of course, there's a lot of other crazy harmful chemicals, emulsifiers, and texturizers uh, in processed meat that could be uh, the cause of the health problems that are associated with processed meat. So is it really the nitrates uh, that are found in meats? Well, you can get nitrate-free bacon, 
and you can avoid that problem. Um, the the problem that you point out is, well, okay, what if you have a bunch of vegetables that have nitrates and then you eat meat in that same meal? It's less of a problem than if you take uh, the meat, the, the bacon in this case, fried in a pan at a very high temperature with the nitrates present. The nitrates complex with the proteins in the meat, the amino acids, and they create nitrosamines. And nitrosamines are known carcinogens. And that's why uh, processed bacon, nitrite-treated bacon, uh, may be carcinogenic. That is not the case when, say, you have um, um, some kind of uh, processed, uh, uh, say you have uh, steak that's an unprocessed meat, and you eat it together with beets or you eat it together with uh, cruciferous vegetables, uh and that chemical reaction doesn't occur so much in your gastrointestinal tract at relatively low temperatures. Uh, if you had, uh, you know, a hot frying pan in your gastrointestinal tract, yeah, maybe, but you don't. So that uh, explains the paradox of why plant nitrates are good for you, but the nitrites that they add to bacon uh, may be harmful when cooked at a very high temperature and literally charred to a crispy golden consistency. You can get uh, bacon that is nitrite-free, uh, and uh, you can also just get um, uh, more natural, uh, unprocessed uh, meats to avoid this problem. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255 is our number for Intelligent Medicine. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1, Zobria by Realm Labs. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Zobria.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Uh, not afraid to wade into a big controversy is gayness or self-sex. I mean, sorry, uh, uh, same-sex uh, sexual activity. Is it genetically determined? And there's a big argument. Um, is there a gene that makes it so that that uh, according to the Lady Gaga lyric, that you're, quote, born this way. That's become an, an anthem of the LGBTQ movement, and it pushes back against the notion that uh, being gay is you know, simply a matter of choice, and uh, it also undercuts uh, interventions like conversion therapy, uh, where they take someone with a gay orientation uh, and they try to, uh, in effect, uh, brainwash them uh, so that they expunge from their minds uh, any idea of attraction to the same sex. So Born This Way has become uh, a real meme in the LGBTQ movement. Uh, but uh, what does science have to say about it? Well, there's a big study that just came out, and it's a big controversy because uh, one of the guys who's on the steering committee of uh, something called the Broad Institute's LGBTQ Affinity Group um, and many uh, gay activists or LGBTQ activists have said things like this, quote, I deeply disagree about publishing this. It seems like something that could easily be misconstrued. So the study results underscore that there's not one single gay gene. Okay, it's not, and there virtually never is for any kind of behavior, whether it's uh, alcoholism uh, or manic depression or obesity uh, or any trait. Uh, it's usually a concatenation of genes along with environment. So what they found is that um, there are a bunch of genes that were associated with susceptibility or uh, potential to be attracted to the same sex. But there was no predictive value of looking at a genetic profile. You got about a 1% chance of predicting accurately whether someone was going to be gay or straight based on looking at their genes. Uh, so the critics of this say, well, they're concerned because maybe if they look at the genetic basis of same-sex attraction, uh, that they'll come up with some sort of gene modification therapy. With with these new techniques like CRISPR, uh, you could actually screen your baby and say, well, oh, my baby's got the gay genes. Uh, let me clean that up so that, uh, you know, my child will have an easier path in life. Um, no, it, it's not going to be that way, according to science. Uh, sexuality is complicated, and it has a lot to do with our, our genetics, but it also has to do with our environmental uh, exposures and the culture uh, and influences that a person uh, has during their, their lifespan. So there's a, uh, a gene-environment uh, interaction. It's important not to overstate uh, the role of uh, genes. So... Um, 
Also, you know, the other concern is, well, what if they, you know, with all this genetic information out there, what if they say, you know, you're applying for a job and somebody you've, you've gone to ancestry.com or you've gone to some of the genetic testing places and you submitted your genes and they said, well, this is a, this person's gay. So do we really want a gay person in? Yeah, I don't think so. Let's, let's look at the next application. Well, it, it, it's so not predictive that at this point, genetic, uh, genetic analysis really cannot be used on the basis of discrimination. It's really hard to discern uh, what these genetic patterns uh, mean. They have some significance, but not that much, just like for everything. Uh, and in fact, when it comes to uh, heart disease, let's look at another thing that's been looked at genetically. Headline, lifestyle, not genetics, explains most premature heart disease. So you could say, well, you know, I got the strong family history of heart disease. Everybody seems to come down with heart disease early in life. And then you get to a genetic test. You say, oh, boy, I've got a bunch of bad genes for cardiovascular disease. There are probably scores, if not hundreds, of genes that determine cardiovascular risk. They have to do with blood clotting, blood pressure, susceptibility to obesity, diabetes, high cholesterol, uh, LP little a, uh, homocysteine, you name it. There's a lot of genes that uh, are deterministic when it comes to cardiovascular disease. But... Um, the, um, the study looked at over a thousand patients, uh, and what they found, uh, was that, uh, there was strong evidence that even with people with a family history of premature heart disease, that if they adopt healthy lifestyles, uh, they can, uh, virtually, uh, uh eliminate their added, uh, risk for cardiovascular disease. So, uh, let's not, uh, use genetics. Uh, as a fatalistic way of determining um, our uh, inevitably tragic outcomes, uh, it, your genetics can be overcome with the right kind of behavioral modification, diet, lifestyle, exercise, sleep, stress reduction, supplementation, all these things can mitigate risk. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255 is our number for intelligent medicine.